You're listening to a podcast from Victory. How can we live lives of true generosity? Discover the answer in week three of The Fine Line. Ngayon pong araw to tayo magpapatuloy sa ating discussion about The Fine Line. Sabi nyo, The Fine Line. Noong una pong linggo ay pinag-usapan natin about uh, greed and contentment. It is not God's will for us to have greediness. Bagamat lahat tayo niyan ay meron because of our sinful nature. At ang gusto ng Diyos magkaroon tayo ng contentment. Pero hindi naman nangangahulog ang sinabi magkaroon tayo ng contentment ay wag na tayong mangarap, wag na tayong umunlad sa buhay. Ang sinasabi lang is magkaroon po tayo ng tamang pamamaraan sa pag-accumulate ng wealth na hindi natin na-violate ang salita ng Panginoon. Because money is something but money is not everything. Amen? And therefore, money should not be our God. Pangalawang linggo, pinag-usapan po natin is about false hope versus true security. We cannot put our hope on money, but we can put our hope on Jesus Christ alone. There are a lot of uncertainties in money, but certainly in God, in Christ, there is security. Amen. So, yung first week natin is geared and uh, more addressed dun sa mga hindi mayayaman because ang sabi ng those who desire to be rich fall into temptations. At yung pangalawang linggo is really more on the rich people because sila yung mayroong may tendency na maglagay uh, ng kanilang security sa kanilang kayamanan, hindi sa Panginoon. Now, ngayong araw na to, we are going to talk about selfishness versus generosity. Uh, as I said a while ago, because of our sinful nature, lahat tayo ay mayroong selfishness. Tama ho ba ako? O ilan lang kami mayroong selfishness? Sino po nakarana sa buhay niya na lumabas yung kanyang selfishness, tasang kamay? Okay. Talagang konti lang talaga tayo eh. Sabi ko na nga. We have that sinful nature that our tendency is always to think of our own interests than the interests of others. Basic nature, who natin yan? But you have to understand that God has called us and God has raised us up not just for ourselves, but also for other people. Kaya po yung topic natin is about selfishness versus generosity. And let me tell you, the selfishness is actually destructive. Why? Destructive ang selfishness because kapag ka lagi na lang yung sarili mo ang inisip mo, eventually, if you live having that character in your life, in an ever-increasing manner, it will destroy you. Ang selfishness po ay destructive. Dahil ito ay isa sa tulang ho. Kapag sarili mo lang ang iniisip mo, it will certainly affect you as a person. Because anything that you do to a person, wherever you are, kung lalagi lang sarili mong iniisip mo, hindi ka magiging blessing sa ibang tao. God has called us to be blessed. Pero hindi nagtatapos doon. God has called us to be a blessing. And that's an act of being unselfish. It can destroy our relationship with our friends. It can destroy our relationship with our family. It can destroy our marriage as well. Knowing that in marriage, kailangan lang mayroong may give at mayroong take. Giving and taking. Selfishness is a fantastic way to be miserable. Because the more you want life, the more you will lose it. But the more you're willing to lose your life for others, the more you will have it. And pag sinabi pong selfishness, it's because nakapokus ka 
sa iyong sarili. Yung bang tinatawag na I love me. Hindi yung masamang mahalin ang sarili. Katunayan, sabi ng Diyos, mahalin mo ang iyong kapwa katulad ng iyong pagmamahal sa iyong sarili. But it is already given. Hindi na kailangan ituro sa ating mahalin ang ating sarili because we have that nature na talagang mahal natin yung sarili natin. Kaya tang inuutos na lamang ng Panginoon, mahalin mo ang ibang tao kung paano minamahal mo rin ang iyong sarili. Now, ito pang pag-aaral na nating message sa araw na ito ay mayroong kinalaman po sa sa ganitong klase ng pag-uugali. Dahil ang Panginoon, bagamat ayaw niya ng selfishness, itinuro rin niya sa atin sa pamagitan ng kanyang salita kung ano yung antidote para dito. Ano yung gamot, ano yung bagay na maaari nating magawa para labanan itong selfishness. Kaya sa oras na ito, tumayo po tayong lahat. And I would like us to read our Bible in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 18. Ang emphasis ko is really on the verse 18. Pero, for the sake of context, basahin ko po mula 17 hanggang 18. Sabay-sabay po tayo. Okay lang mo ba? Okay, 1, 2, 3. As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share. Let's bow down our head. Lord, samahan mo po kami sa oras na ito. We entrust you our lives. We entrust to you that study of your word. Give us divine illumination. Thank you so much, God, that we will not just understand this, but we will also apply this in Jesus' name. Amen. Paflow po tayo sa ganitong discussion, the antidote to selfishness. First, as the verse provided, first is to do good. Second is to be rich in good works. And third is to be generous. Now, si Paul Ho ay sumulat kay Timothy and address this message particularly to him, but to the church in general. Sa madali salita, minsahe rin po ito, hindi lang sa kanilang panahon, kundi sa ating panahon. At nangungusap ang Diyos sa atin kung paano natin lalabanan ang selfishness. Now, first is to do good. Ito pong sinasabi. Alam natin na ito ay naka-address more do sa mga may kaya sa buhay, sa mga mayayaman. It's because sila yung mas nasa position para gumawa ng mabuti using their money as a tool. Yes, using money as an instrument to bless other people. But it doesn't mean na yung mga mayayaman is they can use their money as a tool to bless other people. It doesn't mean na yung hindi mayayaman exempted sa ganitong bagay. Dahil ang pagiging blessing sa ibang tao is not just in terms of your finances, but in so many ways. Okay? We can, you can bless other people sa pamamagitan ng treasure mo, sa pamamagitan ng time mo, sa pamamagitan ng talent mo, at sa pamamagitan ng iyong tang. Sabihin, encouragement and building up of others through your words. Now, we as believers, we are to do good. Tandaan natin na address ni Paul ito sa mga believers. We are to do good because that is a believer's responsibility. Doing good is a believer's responsibility. Responsibilidad po natin. Madalas nyo naririnig yung salitang duties and responsibilities. Okay? Pag sinabi yung duty, ang dapat na gumawa nito, ang, ang may duty ay yung taong binabayaran para gawin yung particular na trabaho. Halimbawa, meron pong basura. Sino po ang dapat na maglinis niyan? Ang janitor. Tama? Trabaho niya yon na maglinis, trabaho niya na pulutin yung kalat, 
dahil binabayaran siya dahil yun basically yung kaniyang trabaho. Na halimbawa dito sa sa lugar natin may nakita kayong crumpled paper diyan. Okay? It is the duty of the janitor to get that. Hindi natin yun duty. Tama po ba? Pero as a responsible person, you don't have to wait for janitor to come to clean it. You yourself will take the responsibility upon yourself because that's the right thing to do. Amen? So yun yung tinatag na responsibilidad mo. Kinuha mo kasi yun kahit hindi ka naman binabayaran. Now, listen to me very carefully. Ang paggawa ng mabuti ay gagawin natin hindi dahil sa tayo ay binabayaran. Hindi dahil sa ano pa mang balik sa atin ito na mabuti. Gumagawa tayo ng mabuti dahil yun ay mabuti. Amen? Responsibilidad natin. Akuin natin yung isang responsibilidad kahit hindi sa atin, pero kung alam natin mabuti, we are committed to it. Now, kilala ho ba ninyo si Jonathan White? Sino po nakakilala kay Jonathan White? Talagang bihira na ang nagbabasa ng dyaryo. Okay. Siya po yung naging biktima ng talaba. Alam nyo yung talaba? O, tanim, laglag, bala. Alam nyo na. Kahit ito sa TV, maraming balita. Okay. Tanim, laglag, bala, kaya talaba. Okay. Isa sa sa nabiktima, siya isang missionary. Okay? Actually, kami missionary yung tatay niya. Okay? Siya yung anak. At merong asawang Pilipina, yung missionary. Si Jonathan yung anak. Sa madali salita, mas bata siya. Now, hindi siya nagdala ng, wala siyang dalang bala, pero naging biktima nga siya ng talabay. Tanimlaglag bala. Nakitaan ng bala yung kanyang bagahe. Of course, hindi niya aminin yun dahil hindi naman sa kanya. Ngayon ang sabi, para mawala na lang yung kaso, sige, magbigay ka na lang ng 30,000. At kalilimutan na namin, papalising ka na namin. Eh, hindi niya maatim sa kanyang konsensya na aminin yung isang bagay na hindi naman niya ginagawa. At saka pag nagbayad siya, kristyano kami. Sabi nga na, kristyano kami, why are we supposed to do that? Narito kami to plant a church. So anong klasik integridad meron sila kung papatulan nila yon? But actually, you know what? Kung sila'y nagbayad ng 30,000, they're actually buying their own convenience. Kasi pag nagbigay ng 30,000, quits na eh. Tapos na eh. They can now move on with their life and with their mission. But they refuse to be extorted by these people. Tinakot pa sila. 30,000 yan ngayon. Mamayaya, pag dinalakan na namin doon, 80,000 na. But he refused to give in. Why? First and foremost, because they are believers of the Lord. Kristiyano sila. Hindi tama. Ito tolerate mo yung extortion. Pangalawa, Paano yung mga susunod na magiging biktima? Ganyan na naman, hindi masasawata. Now, there was a Senate investigation. At doon lumabas sa investigation na five years na palang nangyayari ang laglagbala. It's already more than 1,000 people, more than 1,000 people yung nabiktima. Pero nagtataka yung undersecretary, bakit pitong pulang yung nakasuhan? It is because intentional na nilalaglag yung bala doon at yung iba, for their convenience, nagbabayad na lamang para na sagarin, hindi sila maistorbo. O yung iba siguro nagbabayad na lang para hindi sila maistorbo, pero yung iba ayaw nilang mag-give in. Kaya sa record pa lamang makikita na na mayroong sindikato. And you know what? Because of that labing pitong official ng OTS, Office of the Transportation Service, ang sinibak sa kanilang pwesto. Yung isang official doon na sinasabi, tinatanong pa lamang ng media, sinasabi, wala, walang naglagbala, wala. Wala! Wala! 
kahit sang istasyon, marimu, wala, hindi, hindi ko pa man lang ninyo iimbestigahan, hindi, wala nga eh. Eh yung undersecretary na mismo yung pumasok at nakita yung may sindikato doon sa loob. So labing pito yung sinibak sa pwesto. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Kinakailangan may isang Jonathan White na tatayo sa kanyang prinsipyo para lamang ma-expose yung matagal ng bagay na nangyayari na ito doon sa naiya. Para ma-prevent yung ibang tao na ma-biktima pa. So yung act na kanyang ginawa is not only for himself, but also for other people. Amen. You know what? Ang gustong gusto ko rito kay Jonathan White, ang ganda ng pangalan niya. <laughs> Alam mo ba nangyari sa kanya dahil ayaw nilang magbayad? Kinulong siya ng anim na, anim na araw. Namuti na siya doon sa loob. Dahil kapos sila sa pera, kulang na sila sa pera, nakulong pa. So, talagang lalong napapalaki yung kanilang gastos. But he was committed, they were committed to do what is right. We as believers, doing what is right is doing good. There's not a waste. Or doing good is not a waste. Hindi ito sayang. Pwede nating sabihin sana, nagbayad na lang siya para wala nang... Pero ang paggawa po ng tama at paggawa ng mabuti ay hindi po sayang. Dahil sa ginawa ni Jonathan White, hindi lang siya, kundi pati pa yung ibang mga tao at yung mabibiktima pa ang nabigyan ng favor at kaligtasan at wag na silang maging mga potential victim. Sabi po ng Luke 12 verse 48, Everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. In short, much is given, much is required. It has always been said, and this is a popular saying, Great power comes great responsibility. But let me tell you this, great blessing comes great responsibility. Pag mas marami kang pagpapala, mas mayroon kang kapangyarihan, kung ikaw ay nasa taas, mas malaki ang iyong responsibilidad. And that is expected of you. Do you agree? Dahil ang pinagmamasdan ng Diyos, kung anumang meron ka, whatever resources that you have, Tinitingnan ng Diyos yun kung papaano mo manage kung papaano gagamitin mo yung mga bagay na meron ka, not just for the convenience of yourself, but also for the convenience of others. Mga kapatid, pinagpala tayo ng Diyos, hindi lang para sa ating mga sarili. Pinagmamasda ng Diyos kung ano ang gagawin natin sa mga bagay na meron tayo. You know what? Whatever you have, and let me tell you this, lahat ng meron kayo, hindi talaga natin pag-aari. Sino may ari? Lahat ng bagay meron tayong tanong, pag-aari lahat yun ng Diyos. Hindi lang 10% ng pag-aari ng Diyos. Misa nalagay sa isipan natin because of the principle of tithing. Akala natin yung 10% lang pag-aari, Lord, yung ano natin, akin yan, akin yan. Hindi po. Ang lahat ng bagay na meron tayo, pag-aari ng Diyos. Katunayan ng buong mundo and the fullness thereof ay pag-aaring lahat ng Diyos. Sa madaling salita, wala tayong pagmamay-ari na sa atin. Ano ang ibig sabihin nun? Ibig sabihin, hindi tayong may-ari, tayo ay katiwala lang ng Diyos. We are just trustees of God. At pag sinabing trustees, we must be trusted. Mapagkakatiwalaan tayo. And God would like the blessings that we have to be an instrument, to be a tool to serve the purpose of God and to bless other people. 
tayo po ay mga anak ng Diyos. We have that as our identity. That is why doing good is walking in our identity. We are children of God. Therefore, we must be children of light. Amen. Ibig sabihin ng children of light, hindi ka lumalakad sa dilim. Saan ka lumalakad? Sa liwanag. Sabi ng Ephesians 2.10, For we are His workmanship, masterpiece, okay. created in Christ Jesus for good works, say good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Ano yung sabihin ng walk in them? Live by them. Mabuhay tayo hindi sa dilim, mabuhay tayo sa liwanag, lumakad tayo sa liwanag, sa madali salita, gumawa tayo ng tama, gumawa tayo ng mabuti, because yun yung pamamaraan kung paano tayong mabubuhay sa kung sino tayo. Now, nakakita na ba kayo ng isda na lumalakad? Ha? Kung nakakita kayo, ahangaan nyo? Abay, syempre. Ay, nakakita na kayo ng isdang lumalangoy. Hinangaan nyo pa ba? Hindi na kasi isda siya eh. Normal lang sa kanyang lumangoy. Pag tumakbo yan, yun ang nga mo. Ang galing. Okay, ang ibon, expected sa kanyang lumipad. Bakit? Ibon siya eh. Di ba? Ngayon, pag tayo lumipad, ayun ang kahanga-hanga. Okay. Ang isda lumalangoy dahil kasi isda siya. Ang ibon lumilipad kasi siya ay ibon. Kalikasan nila yun. Dahil yun yung kanilang identity. Normal lang na makita sa kanila yun. Mga kapatid, we should do good because that's who we are. That's our identity. We were created as a workmanship of God in Christ Jesus to do good work. Sa madali sila, pag tayo gumagawa ng mabuti, it is something that is supposed to be normal sa atin because we claim to be children of light and we must walk in the light. God has set before us the righteous path Naroon yung liwana, don't deviate, don't go to the left, don't go to the right. Just walk into that light. And walking to that light means doing good to people. God has already prepared it for us. Ibig sabihin, the grace is available for you not to deviate from that road. Gets nyo? Ang biyaya ng Diyos ay nakalaan, nakahanda na para kung nanasahin natin gumawa ng tama, naroon ang kalakasan ng Diyos, naroon ang provision ng Diyos. Katunayan ang mga binibless ng Panginoon ay yung mga taong sa puso nila may generosity na, hindi yung may pera sila, saka pa lang sila magiging generous. Medyo bago yun. Okay? Ang mga taong binibless ni Lord, yung mga generous, hindi yung may pera na bago pa maging generous. Because generosity starts from the heart, not from the pocket. Amen. Dahil pag nakita ng isang tao ay generous, mas ibibless ng Panginoon yun because there are so many ways to be generous, not only in terms of money. You may have money, but you can still be generous. You can spend time with somebody, listen to his problems, and give the right counsel. That's generosity as well because you are giving your time. You are giving your heart. You are giving yourself to somebody who needs it. Sabi ng Titus 2 verse 7 to 8, Show yourself in all respects to be model of good works. Sabi niyo, model of good works. And in your teaching, show integrity, dignity, and sound speech that cannot be condemned, so that an opponent may be put to shame, having nothing evil to say about us. Identity natin, we are children of God. We should model 
good works. Dine-demonstrate natin, kung meron mang mga tao nakakaalam kung anong paggawa ng mabuti at paggawa ng tama, tayo huyan. Because we have to manifest the love of God in the lives of people. Minsan, pag sinabi mo sa mga taong mahal ka ng Diyos, by language, naintindihan nila ang ibig sabihin nun. Pero hindi nalulubusang maunawaan na sila'y mahal ng Diyos kung hindi nila nakikita sa iyo. Halimbawa ay nagugutom. And you would like to be so spiritual, tawagin mo yung isang tao na gutom, gutom ka ba? Uli ka rito, pag-pray ko yung sikmura mo. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke hunger in Jesus' name. Common sense dictates na ang gamot sa gutom ay pagkain. Ang gamot sa antok ay wag lang ngayon. Okay? Common sense yun, okay? Pag nagugutom, hindi gamot yan, pakainin mo. Hindi mo pagpipray. Kasi kasi sober, ini-spiritualize ang lahat ng bagay eh. Okay? Kaya pati bad breath, pinagpipray, nililehans yung ibig para bumango. Hindi ho, magsipilyo ka. Don't spiritualize everything. Okay? Doing good is revealing God's glory. People cannot understand what God's glory is. Ang imahinasyon lang nila ay isang nakaputing damit at maliwanag na maliwanag. Pero hindi huyo ng konteksto ng itinuturo natin na let us reveal God's glory in us. Sabi ni Jesus kay Mary and Martha nung namatay si Lara, sabi niya, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? Di ba sinabi ko sa inyo, pagka nanampalataya kayo, makikita nyo ang kaluwalhatian ng Diyos at paano nagmanifest ang kaluwalhatian ng Diyos, si Lazarus ay nabuhay. Meaning, revealing God's glory means revealing the works of God. Isang tao, gumaling sa kanyang sakit. Yung isang taong patay, biglang nabuhay. Yung isang buhay na madilim, biglang lumiwanag at nagkaroon ng pagbabago. Kung nagkaroon ng pagbabago ang buhay natin at marunong na tayong gumawa ng magandang bagay sa kapwa natin, that's the glory of God in us. Amen? If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation because we now have the glory of God in us. We have now new clothes of righteousness in us that people should see so that they understand what the glory of God means. Because at the end of the day, doing good is not about us. Sometimes, Di mo ba nakaranas na ba kayo nung gumawa kayo ng maganda ang sarap ng pakiramdam? Tama mo ba? O kayo nakagawa kang ng maganda pero nagsisisi ka. <laughs> Bakit ako gumawa ng maganda? Di naman ganun, di ba? Pag gumawa ka ng maganda at nagsabing thank you ha, salamat sa tulong mo. There is such joy in our heart. But you know what? That is not the ultimate motive of doing good. Doing good is not just for us to feel good. Amen? Good. Feeling good is not just for the sake of feeling good. Doing good is for the sake of our personal relationship with God. Gumagawa tayo ng tama dahil mahal natin ang Diyos. Yung masarap na pakiramdam, bonus na lamang po yun. Dahil ipinapakita natin sa tao, kinukommunicate natin more than the words of our mouth kung sino ang Diyos sa buhay natin. Sabi ng Matthew 5.16, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. People won't understand the meaning of the glory of God. But once we demonstrate to them the good works that we do, 
we demonstrate to them that we are willing to bless them. That's the language that they understand. Masigit nilang maiintindihan. Kung may isang taong nagugutom, sa palagay niyo, ano yung lingwahing kanyang maiintindihan? Yung binigyan mo siya ng pagkain o pinagpray mo na mawala ang gutom niya? Masigit niyang maiintindihan yung sinasabi mo kapag binigyan mo siya ng pagkain. Because you demonstrate good deeds to that person. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, Christ provided us an example. He went about, again, si Jesus ito, and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Maganda ba yung ginawa ni Jesus? Is that an act of generosity? I should say yes. Now, tanong ko kung kayo may sakit, anong mas gusto nyo? Yung kayo ay binigyan ng pambili ng gamot at pampunta sa doktor, o kayo yung pinagpray kayo, instantly gumaling kayo. Anong mas gusto nyo? Aba, of course. Hindi mo na kinakailangan sa loob ng pitong araw, iuminom ng gamot, instantly you receive your healing. And that's exactly what Jesus did. Pinagaling niya yung mga taong may sakit, and you know, ang kasunod nun, sa kanya ay proclaim yung gospel, and people were more open to the gospel, and they would be receptive of what you are proclaiming because you have done good to them. In short, doing good is not about us. Doing good is for the sake of Jesus and for the sake of the gospel. Mas madali nilang maiintindihan na sila ay mahal ng Diyos kung pinapakita natin yung pagmamahal na yun sa kanilang buhay. Second is to be rich in good works. As I said, generosity is not just in terms of money. There are several ways to be generous. Sabi ng Galatians 6.10, So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. God is commanding us to do good. Kanino? First, sabi ron, everyone. Say everyone. Okay? Whether believers or unbelievers, God commanded us to do good to everyone. Wala kang pipiliin. Okay? Pangalawa, sabi ron, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Now, bakit pinagsama yung everyone tapos household of faith? Now, it has been said that charity begins at home. This is our spiritual home, our spiritual family. If you cannot do good here, how much more? How can you do good outside? Di ba mas masarap mas maging mabait sa church? Tama. Una, compelled ka kasi mga Christian yung katabi mo eh. Di ba? Nakakaya naman kapag kasusungitan ko ito kasi kasama ko ito sa church ito eh. Kung sa church hindi mo magawa yun, how much more sa paglabas mo? Kung sa pagpasok nyo, inaaway nyo na yung mga ushers, the more kapag ka nasa restaurant kayo, siguradong pagagalitan nyo rin yung waiter. Kasi mas madaling pagalitan yung unbeliever kaysa sa yung believer. Tama. Bato-bato po sa langit ha. Ah, hindi ko po sinasadya. Pero mabuti na rin natamaan kayo para nang sa ganun kung sakali mang guilty kayo, eh, magsisi tayo. Si Lord naman po ay handang magpatawad. Now, God commanded us to, good, to do good to everyone. Especially in the house of the faith. In the church, we have provided all the opportunities for us to be a blessing. If we cannot bless our own church, how can you bless other people outside? You practice yourself. To be generous inside the church, you will also be generous 
when you are outside the church. May isang bagay pong ginawa si Pastor Ferdy, which I can consider to be generosity. Yung ginawa ho niyang pagtakbo. Alala ho ba niyo? Announcement natin dito. Yung tumakbo siya ng 50 kilometers in around 50 days at the age of 50. Ba, hindi yung madali yung alam niyo yung ibig sabihin ng 50 kilometers. Ha? Hindi 50 steps yun. Okay? 50 kilometers in 50 day, in less than 50 days. At the age of 50, bakit siya tumakbo? Para ba magpasikat siya? At masabi, oh, galing-galing niya. Hindi. Sakripisyo nga ho yung kanyang ginawa eh. But he made such a sacrifice. Why? Because he would like to earn through his running more than 2 million pesos for the sake of the scholars of real life. Na ang mga scholars na ito, mga kapatid, came from the poorest among the poor. Na sa kanilang pamilya, sila lang yung nag-aaral. Pinuprovide na sila ng tuition fee, baon, pati libro. Sinasagot hong lahat para hindi na problema ang mga magulang. Yes, God commanded us to do good to everyone. Yet, yung mga scholar po natin nagsimula ho yun, most of them are unbelievers. Tapos dinisciple po nung sila ay ating tinulungan. Sabi po ni Rumi, when we practice loving kindness and compassion, we are the first ones to profit. Tayo ho yung unang nabibenepisyoan kapag tayo gumawa ng act of kindness to other people. But let me just remind you, I don't want you to have a false motive of the reason why you are helping people is also for your own benefit. Bonus lang ho yun because God is a rewarding God and He is a faithful God. Do you agree? Na kapag ka ginawa mo isang bagay ng wala kang iniisip na kapalit, ito ay babalik sa'yo ng Panginoon ng higit pa sa iyong inaasahan. At gusto kong isaayos natin yung motibo na. Listen very carefully. Tayo gagawa ng mabuti sa ibang tao, hindi dahil sa pagmamahal natin sa kanila. Maganda kung mahal natin sila. But that's not the ultimate motive. Gagawa tayo ng maganda sa ibang tao dahil sa mahal natin ng Diyos. Hindi dahil sa mahal natin yung tao. Alam niyo kung bakit? Dahil kadalasan yung mga taong tinulungan mo, ginawan mo ng mabuti, wala sila sa kapasidad na ibalik sa'yo yung bagay na ginawa mo sa kanila. At kung yun ang expectation mo, baka madisappoint ka. Ablines ko yan, mga kakarambuan eh. Siguro man, ibibless din niya ako ngayon. Alam niyo, mas maganda kung hindi nga kayo ibibless in return. You know why? Dahil si Lord yung magbabalik sa inyo. At mas marami yun. Amen! At hindi lamang huyon, Minsan, madi-disappoint ka pa na may mga tinulungan ka. Tapos naging ungrateful, hindi man lang nag-thank you sa'yo. Pero hindi ka madi-discourage kung ginagawa mo yun dahil sa pagmamahal mo sa Diyos. Dahil anything that you have done for the Lord will always be rewarded. You cannot outgive God. Kaya ang ultimate motive natin pa sa paggawa ng mabuti eh hindi dahil sa pagmamahal natin sa tao, kundi sa pagmamahal natin sa Diyos. Plain and simple. Because our doing good is all about God Himself, not about other people, not about ourselves. It's all about Jesus. Amen. Now, when we do to others, as I said a while ago, we are using a language easier to understand. To unbelievers, when you proclaim the gospel, it's so hard for them to understand it at first. But when you, once you extend your kindness to them, nagiging maliwanag sa kanila ang ibig sabihin ng iyong sinasabi. People, especially unbelievers, are spiritually blind and spiritually deaf. 
If you communicate the gospel, sometimes they can't easily understand it. But you know what? The best way for them to understand it? Kindness is a language that the deaf can hear and the blind can see, according to Mark Twain. Ito yung lingwahing kanilang maiintindihan. Another antidote for selfishness is to be generous. Sabi po ni George Mueller, God judges what we give by what we keep. Hinahatulan ng Diyos ang ating mga ibinibigay ayon sa ating mga hindi ibinibigay. Para maintindihan natin ang gusto kung anong ibig sabihin niyan, basahin ko po rito sa Mark chapter 12, verse 41 to 44. And he sat down, referring to Jesus, he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums. Say large sums. Malaking halaga, ibig sabihin. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins. Sabi niyo, two small copper coins. Talagang pinagdiinan pa, no? Two, kunti na nga yun. Small, maliit pa, copper coins which make a penny. Verse 43. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. Now, tingnan po natin. Sa atin, ang standard of generosity is kapag nakita ka ng isang taong, ang laki ng ibinigay. Wow, generous siya. Di ba? That is our standard of generosity depending on the amount. Pero may kakaibang bagay na ay tinuturo ang Panginoon sa atin dito. Sabi ng verse 44, For they all contributed out of their abundance. Kung marami mang silang naibigay, it's because they are in a position to give huge amount. But she out of her poverty, mahirap lang ito, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Yung mahirap, two small copper coins yung binigay niya, pero yun na yung kanyang 100%. Maring sa araw na yun, hindi siya kakain. Pero yung isang mayaman, nagbigay siya ng malaking amount, pero yung barya-barya lang sa kanya yun. When we talk about generosity, this is the picture that comes into our mind. Wow, generous siya. Ang dami niyang binigay. But before God, generosity is this picture. God looks at the heart of men. If we have a big heart for God, that's what generosity is all about. If we have a generous heart to the Lord, then the amount is no longer an issue. Because the amount will follow. Because if you have a generous heart, it will reflect with the kind of offering that you give to the Lord and extend help to other people. I'm saying and I'm discussing generosity not only in terms of you being generous to the church. I'm talking generosity in general. Okay? Even generous with your own children. Generous with those people who are in need. Not necessarily poor, but those who are in need. Now, in Titus chapter 3, verse 14, And let our people learn to devote themselves to good works, as to help cases of urgent need, and not be unfruitful. Ito yung utos ng Panginoon sa atin, to devote ourselves to good works. Sabi ng devote is dedicate. It's to commit, to have the commitment to always do good. We make a living by what we get. 
sabi ni Winston Churchill, but we make a life by what we give. Minsan, yung amount ay bibigay mo at itutulong mo sa isang tao, maaaring sa'yo ay isang amount lang yan, isa pa, may definite amount. Pero sa kanya, yun pala yung nagbibigay sa kanya ng pag-asa. Katulad ng mga real-life scholars natin. Ang ibinigay natin sa kanila ay hindi lang edukasyon, hindi lang tuition fee. Ang ibinigay natin sa kanila ay buhay at pag-asa. Amen. People can only understand the meaning of God loves you if you extended to them your act of kindness. Isang maliwanag na lingwa ito para sa kanila. That's why we believers, tinuruan tayo at tinuturuan tayo ng Diyos sa 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 7. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. And let me tell you this. Listen to this very carefully. God is a faithful God. Can you say that with me? God is a faithful God. He is faithful. Sabi ng Galatians 6.9, Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Because God is a faithful God. Once you do good and you don't give up, God will be the one to reward you and you will reap a harvest in His own time. Doing good is not just for us to feel good. At the end of the day, we do good because we love God and we would like people to see Jesus in our lives. We would like to make them see that what we believe is real and is true. Dahil nararamdaman, nahahawakan, nakikita. It's not just something imaginary, but something that they can feel, they can sense, they can see us demonstrating. Your giving represents your believing. You know what? If there is generosity in our heart, even tithes and offering is no longer an issue. You will no longer even question it. Pastor, gross ba o net? Usual question. Ang tanong doon, saan mo gustong i-bless? Sa net o sa gross? That's no longer an issue. Kaya hindi natin pinag-uusapan masyado na yan eh. Because a heart with the generous worship in his heart would always give and even tithes and offering is no longer an issue dahil ang tithes and offering ay hindi pa nga pagbibigay, ito'y pagbabalik lang lang para sa Diyos. Christ demonstrated what generosity is all about. He gave His life on the cross. Not just that He gave His life for us, He sacrificed His life so that all of us can receive life, can receive salvation, and eternal life. How can you not respond to the generosity of God? We are nothing. Wala tayong pwedeng may pagmalaki sa sarili natin. Tayong mga makasalanan. Kung tayong man ay nabubuhay ngayon ay dahil sa mayamang habag ng Diyos. And yet, Christ took time. Siya'y nagkatawang tao at inialay niya yung kanyang sarili as an offering. The greatest act of generosity of all time. Christ demonstrated it on the cross. So we can all receive life, eternal life, in our eternal salvation. Pag makita mong hindi ka karapat-dapat at ginawa sa iyo yun ng Panginoon, wala kang magawa kundi magpakumbaba at sabihin, Panginoon, salamat sa iyong kabutihan. 
walang daylan para hindi ako maging generous dahil ikaw mismo. Hindi man ako karapat dapat, pero naging generous ka sa buhay ko. Let's just bow down ahead. I would like you to just concentrate in looking at your heart today. Kapatid, meron bang mga pagkakataon sa buhay natin na naging, unsel- naging selfish tayo? Tinignan lang natin yung kapakanan na ating sarili. Na dahil doon, minsan nakakatapak ka pa ng ibang tao. O naging madamot ka bang minsan? Nasa posisyon ka naman para wag maging madamot. Pero ipinagdamot mo yung isang bagay sa isang taong nangangailangan. Stop looking at yourself. Begin to look at other people. If there's any selfishness in our hearts today, it's just between you and God. And I would like you to ask for God's forgiveness for that. Sa paglapit natin sa Diyos, lumapit tayo ng may pagpapakumbaba. Panginoon, patawarin mo po kami sa mga selfishness na nakikita mo sa aming puso. Minsan nagiging dahilan ito para masira aming relationships, aming mga mahal sa buhay o makatapa kami ng ibang tao. Patawarin mo kami, Panginoon. Enable us to see that we are children of God and we have security in you. Hindi namin kinakailangan maging makasarili para kami mabuhay dahil ikaw ang bumubuhay sa amin. Thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. At habang tayo po ay nakayuko ngayon, kapatid, ang simula ng generosity ay yung ikaw ay maging generous sa Diyos na ibigay mo sa Kanya yung pinakamahalaga sa buhay mo at yan ay walang iba kundi ang iyong puso. At sa oras na ito, kung gusto mong ibigay ang puso mo sa Diyos, ibigay ang buhay mo sa Kanya, Handa namang ibigay ng Diyos ang buhay na walang hanggan para sa iyo. At kung ikaw yung taong yun, na nais mong magbigay ng iyong puso't buhay kay Jesus, saan ka man nakaupo, wag mong isipin ang nasa kaliwa nasa kanan mo. Tas mo lamang iyong kamay at handa kitang ipanalangin, kapatid. Wherever you are, just lift up your hands. Thank you for those hands. Thank you, thank you for those hands. Sige, patuloy po ninyong itaas ang inyong kamay. I have the joy and the privilege to pray for you. Yes, thank you. San mang sulo kayo, nakikita kayo ng Panginoon. Your raising of hand is an act of faith, an act of surrender. One more time. The Lord is speaking to you right now. If you are that person that you know and you know and you know that you need to give your heart to Jesus, Lift up your hands. Huwag mong isipin yung desisyon ng katabi mo o ng iba. Isipin mo yung sa sarili mo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Huling tawag po. Last call. Those who would like to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, just lift up your hands. Okay. Thank you so much. Lahat po nang nagtas ng kamay, tayo po kayo sa oras na ito ng dahan-dahan. Sige po. You are doing the right thing. Palakpakan po natin sila. Now, I would like you, yung mga tumayo, to just bow down your heads and sumabay po kayo sa panalangin ito at sabihin nyo, Panginoong Jesus, maraming salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Patawarin mo po ako sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. 
at sa oras na ito, pinapapasok kita sa aking puso. Baguhin mo ang aking puso. Tinatanggap kita bilang Panginoon ko at sariling tagapagligtas. Salamat sa buhay na walang hanggan, sa karapatang maging anak ng Diyos. Tulungan mo akong mabuhay ayon lamang sa iyong kalooban. Ako'y nananampalataya na matay ka sa krus at nabuhay na muli para bigyan ako ng kaligtasan at buhay na walang hanggan. Salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph resources podcasts.